the volume. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract? fine print or you finally want to get that will done legal shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Podcast. My buddy Mike Silver has all sorts of NFL notes. I I got a comment on the Lakers, who are apparently now run by LeBron James. So the average age of an NBA player is 26. Uh, The Lakers average now is closer to 33. So they add Carmelo Anthony to Dwight Howard to LeBron James to Trevor Ariza to Russell Westbrook. Carmelo's 38 in November. Dwight's 36 in December. Trevor Ariza just turned 36. They were the oldest team in the NBA last year. And I don't want to hear about Kendrick Nunn. The Warriors had him in their G League and let him go. Pat Riley let him go. Bob Myers and Pat Riley are two of the smartest guys in the NBA. They both had Kendrick Nunn. He's essentially a younger Dion Waiters. He's not a catch-and-shoot guy. He's highly erratic. Pat Riley and Spolstra, let Kendrick Nunn go. I don't want to hear about Malik Monk. You really think next June this is going to be the headline? Malik Monk leads the Lakers to the title. This team is old. And by the way, I love veteran players. But the Milwaukee Bucks last year were 27 and a half years old. Giannis is 26. Chris Middleton, 29. Bobby Portis, 26. Pat Connaughton, 28. You got to have some youth. Malik Monk is not going to get a lot of minutes in playoff games. 
Kendrick Nunn is Dion Waiters. He's one of those sort of give him the ball and let him go, and he can occasionally get really hot. You think LeBron's going to allow that in big playoff spots? This team is not as good defensively as they were a year ago, okay? And they don't really have guys who are going to get big minutes in playoff games and hit big shots. So, you know, I, I feel like with LeBron James, there's always been this sort of theory that LeBron will make it work. I think he could for the first 15 years of his career. I don't think that's as easy to do now. And by the way, I could argue the Lakers don't have a single elite player in their prime. The Bucks won Giannis in his prime, Middleton in their prime. You cannot tell me Anthony Davis is in his prime. It's year 10. His injuries now are piling up. He's not out of his prime by much, but I'd make an argument he does not have another 10 years. I'd make an argument he'll be an eroding player within two years. Anthony Davis has had too many injuries, and they're now happening on a more consistent basis. This is an old basketball team, and Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk aren't the answer to the finals. They're not going to get big minutes in a playoff series. There's no way LeBron would trust either in a big spot. It's an interesting team. It's a weird roster. It's an antique store. I'll watch, but with some skepticism. All right, bringing in my buddy Mike Silver. You've seen him for years, Sports Illustrated, Yahoo, Pass It Down podcast with his daughter Natalie. Been covering this stuff for a long time. All right, let's start. You were at Niners practice yesterday, and the stories in the last 48 hours on Trey Lance are he is tearing it up. You know, it's funny. So a couple years ago, people were hot and cold on Justin Herbert. And I remember telling a general manager, okay, that's the best Wisconsin defense in my adult life. He goes to the Rose Bowl. He runs for three touchdowns. He spins the ball over the field. He was easily the best player at the Senior Bowl. And I'm like, when you can be sometimes watch the game and go, who's the best player? And when I watched Trey Lance, and I said this on the air, I don't have enough video. But the games that he played, his team was better. He was so much better athletically than everybody else. I don't need all the measurables. Like there are guys sometimes you watch and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Justin Herbert simply better than everybody on the field, and Oregon and Wisconsin have NFL players. So I'm not shocked that Trey Lance is, like, athletically is popping. Are you surprised how quickly, for a guy that's played one football game in two years, he's adjusted? Well, it's practice. So, you know, we could have said anything we wanted about Justin Herbert a year ago, but until he, with three seconds' notice, jumped into that game <laughs> and balled out against the Chiefs, right? And, uh, you know, then we were like, wait. And then he did it again. And, you know, yeah, it was very clear. But, you know, you never know. And that's Justin Herbert, who, as you said, was playing against a great Wisconsin defense and future NFL players. Trey Lance, not his fault, but he was playing against, like, guys who are going to be, you know, working at, you know, the insurance agency or, you know, the, the mom and pop shop telling their kids, yeah, I, I played with the, that guy who's in the NFL. Uh, you know, not a lot of future NFL players that he played against 
or with. And, and you combine that with the uh, small amount of games he played, and again, not his fault. Last year, they only played the one uh, for obvious COVID-challenged reasons, and the year before was really his only year, um, and, and the small school part of it. So he's raw. Um, he is a guy who not doesn't just pop athletically, but his intelligence and composure and all those other things were eye-popping to them. They were like, whoa, this guy is really mature, really together, really smart, importantly, for, for that system. Um, odd year in that every quarterback I heard about up at the top was viewed as smart, by the way. Usually, many years, it's like, ah, that guy's he's okay, he's not a rocket scientist. But, you know, this year they thought, you know, the teams thought all these guys were smart, by the way, Mike, I have a theory behind this is you're getting more of that. And the reason is they're all coming into the league now with 100,000 snaps, quarterback camps, quarterback coaches. Right. I talked to Drew Drew Bledsoe. He's like, I had 28 starts by the time I got like to college. Like the bottom line is these kids can read a defense now. Sophomore year of high school. They, they, they watch NFL film. They watch the 22 film. These guys are all smarter now. It's possible, but the trend started this year because in each previous year, I could tell you at least one or two people in the cycle who wasn't like, oh, these guys are dumb, but it wasn't the trait that popped too many talent evaluators. They could have been wrong, by the way. But, um, okay, so that's the that's the exciting part about Trey Lance. He is raw. Um, and so when they took him and didn't take Mac Jones – or Justin Fields, they clearly were saying, look, we're comfortable not throwing him in right away because most NFL teams would say in a perfect world, you'd wait a year with Trey Lance. Now, if he really is that good at practice, and we don't always know because we don't know what the read is and all that, but if he really is picking it up that quickly, then that doesn't matter. Um, they went into this camp as a coaching staff with this belief. The best thing for us would be, and the worst thing for opposing defensive coordinators would be, Jimmy wins the job legitimately, he starts, he stays healthy and plays well, and we have a Trey Lance package every game that we can throw at people and they have to prepare for, and this the athleticism alone is going to freak people out. So that's what the ideal scenario is for them, but if Trey Lance just clearly looks better or if Jimmy is losing or not playing well or injured, all of which could happen, uh, then you're going to see a change. So if Trey really chops it up yeah, and, and Garoppolo plays well, Mike, in September, and they say to themselves, shit, Trey's ready to play, and this is not a quarterback-centric offense, right? right. This, is not, this is not Kansas City. And you look at it and you think, this team's desperate. This team's desperate. This team's desperate. And somebody makes them a first-round pick offer. My contention is, or or a starter, I think it's possible Garoppolo gets moved if Trey chops it up. Well, I think it's possible Garoppolo gets moved if Trey doesn't chop it up because the <laughs> offer could come right now. I mean, Chris Ballard could have called John Lynch, uh, you know, the day that Carson's foot, you know, the severity of it became known to him. And he could have said, I'll give you a one for Jimmy. And they might have done the cost benefit and said, we'll do that. Um, 
So, you know, we saw that. Remember, you know, the Eagles were going to keep Sam Bradford and when Wentz was a rookie, but then Teddy Bridgewater got hurt and the Vikings were like, oh, we'll give you a one. And they were like, a one for Sam Bradford? Yes. Um, and they <laughs> right. obviously had liked what they'd seen of Wentz. So that could happen. Um, I went into the 2019 season saying something that, looked bad in retrospect, but I will stand by it. And I said going into 2019, they're at the point with Jimmy Garoppolo where if he either doesn't play well or isn't winning or is banged up, they will play Nick Mullins. That's how they felt after two years of losing in a year that they knew they had to win. Now, he didn't play well in the first game against Tampa, but they won. After that, he played better. They won, I think, their first eight games that year with an incredible team effort, and uh, he stayed healthy. They obviously got to the Super Bowl. So in retrospect, it looks silly. Mike Silver was saying Nick Mullins might replace Jimmy Garoppolo, but Jimmy made it look silly, and he stayed healthy. And the rest of the team, obviously, they were a beast. So I would say it's the same thing, and it usually is when a quarterback is drafted that high. Um, you know, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, same thing. Yeah, Andy Dalton's the guy, but if he isn't playing great, or the team isn't winning, or he gets banged up slash injured, you're going to see Justin Fields. Um, so uh, with all of that said, how Trey Lance looks to them and and how they perceive it will factor into that calculation about whether to trade Jimmy. But I do think it's more what you said. It's not we're trading Jimmy. Okay, anyone want him? It's when that call comes, and it could come now, or it could come when a, you know, a team in September loses a guy, then you go, okay, cost benefit. We can play this kid now and we'll get this. Uh, or you know what? It's too important. We need Jimmy here right now because we think we can win it now. And remember Alex Smith Kaepernick was a similar dynamic there. Alex Smith played almost a perfect game. It had, I think a perfect, it was like 22 of 23, but suffered a concussion. They had to turn it around four days later and play on Thursday night. I went to that game against the bears Kaepernick, you know, just looked different and better and more athletic and took the job. Pivot to the Colts. So I watched Jacob Eason play a lot in college because he played at the university of Washington. Mm -hmm. He went to Georgia. He's from the state of Washington, got beat out by Jake Fromm, who they said, just learn the system sooner, quicker upstairs. He, he's more cognitively capable of learning the Georgia system fast. Jacob Eason goes back to the state of Washington to the Huskies. Big, strong kid, big arm. Yeah, yeah. My knock on him with Chris Peterson was he was great on scripted plays, very good in the first half. When asked after half to be off script, um, situations where judgment, he's making a play on his own, he makes really bad throws, and his judgment is really really at times iffy NFL games much faster. I remember having a conversation with a scout. I, I was at a practice and there was a scout there and he knew I was from the Pacific Northwest. And I said, I, I said, his arm makes him a great backup, but I, I just, I just saw him at Washington too many times with a great coach, Chris Peterson. And if you, if you ask him, and this is the league now, off script, make a play. I don't trust him. So you spent some time with him before the 2020 combine. What did you hear? I just don't think he's a viable 
alternative. I, I, I don't. Now, he's had some real struggles early in camp. What is your takeaway on the Colts feeling on him and your feeling on him? Well, great question. I did spend some time with him kind of right before the world shut down in 2020. Um, I liked him. I could understand, you know, I understand what you're saying about, you know, physically he, I saw him throw, you know, it's very uh, eye catching and like, whoa, this is a guy. Right. So, yes. um, And he did, I thought he might go a little higher in the draft because of that. Um, He didn't. Now it really hurt him and Jordan Love, and every single guy from that draft that there was no real offseason, right? There was no offseason. There was no preseason. So normally you'd say, well, they've had him for a year. They know a little bit, but they know less than they otherwise would, just like the Packers know less about Jordan Love than they otherwise would. Of course, you know, the Justin Herberts of the world, yeah, we know. We know We know very glaringly, but, you know, it – a quarterback who never sniffed the field as a rookie last year, Jordan Love, Jacob Eason, we are it, it's a it's it's a tougher thing to evaluate even internally. Now, um, Chris Ballard did the math on this. They had Jacoby Brissett last year. He's had kind of a backup plan each year. In theory, this year, his plan was we're going with Carson Wentz, who Yes, Frank Reich knows him and has a comfort zone, but has been hurt a ton. So it's not far-fetched to believe that Carson Wentz could be injured. So he felt comfortable saying, my backup plan is this kid. Um, so we're going to see, right? And, you know, they can, nothing precludes them from doing something between now and the start of the season, including, hey, Philip, we love you, man. Um, or... Hey, Andrew, um, how much do you weigh right now? Oh, one seven, <laughs> never mind. Um, but, I mean, they, they could do something. But if he doesn't, then that tells me, you know, if you were from the outside, if you said, okay, well, Carson, that's on Frank Reich. That's his guy. That's why they brought him in. Well, Jacob Eason being the week one starter will be on Chris, right? That was the plan um, that this guy was ready to be the backup with less information than usual. So that inc- that makes me inclined to think that, he probably has a better chance than on the outside we're, you know, imagining. One of the things I love about betting on FanDuel Sportsbook, and I do every day, is you get more than one shot to swing for the fences. Right now, new and existing users, new and existing, get up to 25 bucks back in site credit each day. Just place a minimum five-leg baseball parlay, and if it fails, one leg short, you get up to 25 bucks back with Parlay Insurance. Okay, it's a chance to put a small bet down and win big. You give your betting picks for the day using current odds available on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is really easy to use. Great odds on all different betting markets. Unique, fun bet types like same-game parlay. That's the best thing they have, in my opinion. Same-game parlays. And always-on promotions let you get more out of every game action. And if you win on FanDuel, they pay you in as little as 24 hours. In addition to the parlay insurance, if you haven't tried FanDuel Sportsbook yet, new users can place your first bet risk-free. That's right, new users, a thousand bucks back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with the promo code Colin to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code Colin. 
21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required, 150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, and 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So teams always want to make their draft picks look like their successes. <laughs> GMs GMs hate to bail on their picks. And they expect they're gonna give guys jo- sometimes yes. to justify the yeah, you're right. The, yes. Yes. So I remember Daniel Jones' first camp with the Giants. And there was a lot of skepticism about him as a number six pick. And suddenly there were leaks from the Giants camp slow-mo videos of Daniel Jones making wonderful throws. Wonderful. And it was like 
nobody had video and, and it was leaking out and I'm like, and it was slow-mo and the throws were great. And I remember at the time, uh, you know, was, I'd been at Fox a couple of years and I was talking to a producer there and I'm like, this is so transparent and orchestrated because they, they, everybody is so down on him. They're just leaking this stuff. So some of the stuff I'm seeing from Tua in the Dolphins feels like, oh, any good throw, it gets social media within 30 seconds. But what do you, you know, my takeaway is I've just seen this. I know the game. Like, like Tua, once a day, a great video will come out and be like, okay, why'd that video come out? That, that's, a, that's an interesting video the Dolphins released. They definitely want us to think that Tua's getting better. They want Tua to think he's getting better. They want the people in the huddle to think he's getting better. Um, but you're right. We're, we're not going to know. And so, listen, it's just human nature. And I, they can say, oh, that's just media noise. It's not. And I love Chris Greer. If Chris Greer and Brian Flores are sitting there last year and they're like, yeah, our guy, he's young. He's coming along. We had to pull him out of some games that were important to us and throw Ryan Fitzpatrick in because he's better now. But, you know, we really believe in this kid. Wait, what did Justin Herbert just do? Like, whoa, like it is just it's human nature. Like you could have had that guy, but you took this guy. How do they compare from the jump? Not well for you. Now, that doesn't mean Tua can't get better or it doesn't mean you, you know, hate the fact that you picked him. But you're watching this, you know, revelatory guy look like he's just born to do it. And he and I don't I don't want to. You know, I, I want to underscore the fact that he that first game where we all went and then he built on it, he had no prep. Anthony Lynn told me that, you know, the the Chargers team doctors who might have been like Dr. Bombay from Bewitched for you old yeah. people, they were like, hey, Tarad, let's uh, give you a little shot there. Oh, we just punctured your lung. We're so sorry. Uh, you better go to this ambulance right now and make sure you don't you know, have something horrible happen to you. And as that was going on, like, it's like, and the home of the brick. I don't know if they do flyovers there, but like all that's right. going on. And finally, Anthony Lynn says to Justin Herbert, who's pretty young and still doesn't know, he goes, hey, you're starting. And Justin kind of gives him the laugh, like, ha ha. And Anthony goes, no, seriously, dude, you're the starting quarterback. And then it's like, there's the kickoff. And then he went in. I think they had the ball first. It was crazy. And he was so good that, you know, that that's the takeaway on the, like, I look at Tua and if they, and I do think adding Will Fuller to Gasicki the tight end, uh, 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 Devontae Parker, mm -hmm. I think Jalen Waddell, listen, I think some of this is, listen, man, even if he doesn't work, he can't bomb. We have got to make this because Herbert is so good. And Burrow, my GMs, the guys I trust, yeah, they like Burrow. Freaking love Burrow. Yeah, and, like, I, and it's by a way, Washington, yeah. Washington. Ron Rivera told me if Chase Young had gone one or something, you know, something weird had happened, they were taking Burrow at two in a heartbeat. You know, they 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 thought those two players were way above everyone else. Now, in retrospect, you put Herbert obviously at the top. right, but you know, it's it's funny, Mike. Um, you can do everything right in this league. If you F up quarterback, it doesn't matter. Right. Chris Ballard and Greer, they've done everything right. 
I know. Everything. I know. And I mean, I think maybe maybe they overpaid for Byron Jones at corner. Well, but- I, would, I, I would argue, Chris Ballard, we've had this conversation. There's a few things I would quibble with. Chris Greer lately, I'll stay off Chris Ballard because he's down right now. Quentin Nelson just yeah. got hurt. Like, let's give him some clemency from me. But yeah. Chris Greer, just the way they're maneuvering that thing, you're right. Like, they're doing, and he and Flores are building something potentially really, really good. Oh, oh no, there's no question. But so, yeah, but so I think with Tua, you know, look, it's not like, oh, they just happened to bench him in big games for Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, they they needed to because Tua couldn't do it. It didn't help, by the way, that Tua later said, I probably should have studied more, you know. Listen, if, if you go back to the game, they beat a playoff team. The Rams on a short week yeah. traveled to the Eastern time zone. And the defense. The Dolphins yeah. on a bye. Yeah. Like, like, and, and Tua still couldn't throw for yards. Like, yeah. it, it's, we're getting to a point now, if he struggles in September, they made a mistake. And, and they, and they were in theoretically in the offseason on some of this. You know, Deshaun Watson, yeah, yeah, we're less, you know, we're in on that. They, the Dolphins were not, it wasn't like they were just like, hey, man, we just drafted Tua. Don't even, you know, no, no, they, they were already thinking about it. So, uh, he's under a lot of pressure to start well and play well. So the Cowboys acknowledge Dak had a little bit of a setback. And it's funny. When you pull a groin, you often pull the other side because you overcompensate. And my theory is Dak with a leg injury is overcompensating by coming more of an arm thrower in practice. It's just completely natural. That seems like what I would do if I could throw. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I don't necessarily, I don't think it's a big deal, but they don't have a backup plan either. And you got to let this puppy heal. And they're on hard knocks and he's not playing. And their schedule's pretty tough early. You know, they open with the Buccaneers. Is there anything that concerns you a little about the DAC news? Yes, because it's a quarterback and it's an arm. I mean, anytime it's a quarterback and it's a throwing arm, I don't care if it's fatigued or, uh, you know, there's a little twinge or, yeah, I mean, you know how it is. It's, it's like a pitcher. It's your arm, dude. And so, you know, quarterbacks can get by when they're a little hobbled sometimes or, you know, apparently without an MCL if you're, you know, Tom Brady. But, I, if your arm starts getting, you know, janky, then I'm concerned. And, you know, I covered Joe Montana. I consider the greatest ever when I was young in the business and he was coming off two MVPs and, you know, almost three Super Bowls in a row. And all of a sudden in training camp, his elbow was just a little weird. And then next thing you do, he had surgery and missed the whole year. Yep. Well, the next year he came back and it was a quarterback competition between him and Steve Young, think about that, by the way. We were covering that daily. But then, I, I'll never forget, up in Rockland at Sierra College, he walked off early in the middle of an afternoon practice back to the locker room, and I, I knew him. I saw his face, and I'm like, something else happened. And it was the same elbow, maybe not the same exact injury, but same elbow, new surgery, and he played again in the last, the second half of the last game of the regular season. It's a whole other story, but... He basically missed all of two years and then was on the Chiefs. 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't worry a ton about it, but, you know, I, I always had this theory that like the Lakers, they added a bunch of pieces, but they've only really got one player, Anthony Davis, in his prime. Right. Generally, you have to have like two stars in their prime to win a title, preferably three to four players in their prime. Anthony Davis, year 10, has had so many injuries, I'd argue he just left his prime. Yeah, maybe. So, so it's funny about the Cowboys. Name the players in their prime. Zeke, Zeke isn't. You know, what they're hoping is that we don't know these guys that well, but they're going <laughs> to show us this year. You're right. I mean, the, the line, I mean, that, you know, maybe Zach Martin still is. But like that line, oh boy, that line was that line was special. That's what made oh yeah special, and that's that's far from its prime collectively. But yeah, it's a it's a good question, and that's my point. Dak is one of the few. Yeah, he's got to be Dak. That's in his prime, and now he's hurt. Yeah. So like Zeke's not, Amari's not. No. CD Lamb probably is at the end of this year. Yeah. Nobody on the O-line probably is. DeMarcus Lawrence should be. Yeah. But is under so my takeaway on this thing is in the NBA, you need about three good players, either in their prime or damn close. In the NFL, you probably need about seven. Yeah. And I, I just don't see a lot of cowboys in their prime. Okay. So I do this with everybody I bring on TV radio podcast. So Every year, there's a team that we think is going to be good, and they implode. Last year, it's the Niners, and it's almost always due to injuries. Yeah. So I'm never going to ask you to predict that. But then there's always a team that we think is like a seven-win team or a six-win team, and they get the 10. And we're like, whoa. So I'm going to sell you on Sam Dardo in Carolina. And here's my sales. Wow. Okay. Okay. So Chuba Hubbard is a very important draft pick. Because like McCaffrey, he's a home run hitter. Najee Harris goes in the first round, but he's not a home run hitter. He doesn't right. give you 20-plus chunks. Right. McCaffrey and Chuba, two of them, are both home run hitters. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. If Christensen, the rookie from BYU, wins the left tackle job, I'm told he will. Matt Rule, second year. Joe Brady, second year. Now, they've got very good defensive line talent. They went last year... Derek Brown, they went big on safety, the secondary, and they went big on the D-line. So the D-line now is actually the best part of their defense. You start looking at their pieces. Anderson's a home run hitter. Darnold's got a ton of juice, a playmaker. McCaffrey, Chuba Hubbard, DJ Moore. This is a big play offense in a division. Saints in Atlanta, Atlanta's defense is in a rebuild. I would argue the Saints are in a rebuild. They have the sixth easiest schedule. I I start looking at Carolina and I'm like, the second year when new bright offensive guys come in, there's a big leap. Also last year with Matt Rule, no preseason. I think Carolina, I could be my Darnold affection. I think Carolina has a chance to be like a 9-10 win team. And by the way, it's 10 and 7. I'm not say, saying they're great. Saying they would be an 11 win team. Yeah, like are you saying as good as a 10 and 6 team? I'm saying finish second, 10 and 7 wild card team, Matt Rule Darnold second year. You know what? I don't hate it. Um I don't know on Darnold, but I I do think Matt Rule um 
you know, is doing it the right way and has a chance. Um, and it, obviously it's not optimal conditions to come in. Now, Jim Harbaugh did it in a lockout year, you know, and, you know, darn near went to the Super Bowl that first year. It was crazy. And then went the next year. Um, so it can be done. But, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll learn more about Matt Rule this year. I think they're potentially building something. Uh, I, I uh, you know, that's going to be – it's going to be really hard to adjust to the whole blank win, you know, conversation. I'm just realizing when, when you said Ted win, immediately I start going – well, is 10 and 7 really that good? Like, I don't well, know. Well, it's probably, it, it is different. Basically, 10 and 7 means you hit a couple of game-winning hit kicks. I mean, seriously, right. it really means you, you had a couple of big plays in a drive late in games. Because, I mean, last year, I think uh, the Chargers were involved in 12 one-score games last year, which led the league. Carolina... And the good Charger year, they won all those one-score games. It was the opposite, yeah. So a lot of times, a 10-7 and 7 team is you made a play in a drive late. That's right. it. You picked right. up a first down. So, I mean, give me, give me a team that I will go, wow, I never thought of that. Well, I don't like, think you're. I don't think if I said the Chargers, I don't think you're going to think that's okay. That's right. right. That's right. So I won't say them, but I do think they're going to be good. Um, I, I would say, you know, that's, and I, you've heard me talk about, I would say, you know, I got one for you. I think, I, how do you feel about Washington? Cause they were seven and nine last year, but, okay. but I think they're going to be pretty good. Okay. So Curtis Samuel is now their second elite receiver and their defensive line has it's the best young defensive line. It surpassed the Niners in the league. And I it's really not necessarily close right now. I mean, it's it's four dudes that can play. They're monsters, yeah. So they're really good. And Jamin, now Jamin Davis right behind him, you know, that gets me excited potentially. But here's my knock on them. The division's winnable. But Jesus, who are we kidding on Ryan Fitzpatrick? When's the last time he had good back-to-back -back years? I mean, what yeah. are we talking about here? Yeah, that's the, you know, uh, what, I, what I'm hoping with Ryan Fitzpatrick is sometimes when these guys get really old, they have it so figured out and they're so calm that they're better than you think, you know, all the way back to Steve DeBerg when he was really old, but for you old people. But, you know, sometimes quarterbacks, you know, they don't usually last because they get hurt and stuff. So you're right. I'm hoping against all previous Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, logic, because it usually goes in a circle, right? Like, wow, he's really good. They should probably pay him. You know, then it's like, ah. Um, but, you know, Ron Rivera has constructed it so that he's not asking the quarterback to win a lot of games. He's asking the quarterback to manage it. And you probably can't win the Super Bowl doing that, but you might be able to win 11 games, especially in that division. Yeah. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a 
plan for complete terms. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Finally, you tweeted yesterday out of nowhere that Maroon 5 Super Bowl halftime show sucked. And um, it was... was fairly random and what was the revelation that um came to pass that you rushed to your phone to tweet that wow uh i don't know that i can really like do that justice uh right now although i think over beers you and i would probably be able to sort that out a little better but i consider myself a, a connoisseur of the super bowl halftime show and i remember the up with people days and uh, you know, I'm a, I love the classic rock stuff. So I thought it was, you know, amazing with the stones and the who and all that. I always thought you too. And I, I would, I've always said, I thought you two's halftime show was the best that I have ever seen. It was, yeah, I th- it was great. It was after nine 11. It was, you know, captivating and haunting and loud. And, um, I would stand by that, but though I, you know, though it's outside my zone of music a little bit. I thought Lady Gaga stepped up to that. Thank you. I thought it was, I thought she crushed. She was, she murdered, obliterated. And, and, you know, 
what we saw when she acted in Star is Born, like, whoa, she's so great at acting too. Like, that was, <laughs> like she was on that level of a half. Yes. Show. So I would, I would say you two and Lady Gaga to me are the standard. Um, and it's not everyone can do a stadium. So I don't even want to blame Maroon 5. Like, not you think, wow, they're really popular. I know some of their songs. They'd be great in a stadium. No, they're not. I've been to a lot of stadium shows over the years. Trust me, some people can do it, and some people it just doesn't translate that well. And I just thought that was a really poor choice. And in it, it is interesting. I've been around a thousand celebrities. Right. Steven Tyler, Lady Gaga. You can feel the stardom. I am wondering if you had, in fact, um, drowned that plane, but somehow survived. Like that plane, when you opened the airport restroom door, the flood came out. And let's yes, say yes, yes. it went up to everyone's neck and there was like some right. swim, swimming, but the, he sully, the pilot Sully Sullenbergered it and you guys lived. And you were, you know, you came clean on the story. I, I'm wondering how famous you would be because you're very famous um, and you've earned it, you know, <laughs> with, you know, hard work. But that would take you to a different level of fame. Like people, I feel like in Indonesia would have an awareness about you <laughs> all of a sudden. I'm wondering, like, your aura might have changed. Yeah. For those listening to this, uh, <laughs> I I almost downed an American Airlines plane by in the bathroom turning the water on and not being able to get the sink off as it started flooding the bathroom. It was I an ill-fated, ill-fated trip long before that, but this was, <laughs> this, this escalated things. You had to have the thought though, in that moment, I know you had that thought, like, is this ever going to stop? And if it doesn't. No, there, there was 10 seconds of absolute panic. I, I, I started kicking it. I couldn't shut it off. I, I got up on the bathroom and started kicking it. Do we know I was panicked for 10 do seconds. What, do we know what shut it off? Oh, no, my foot. It so eventually it shut off. It, the, the foot yeah. did shut it off. Yeah, no, no. I, I, there was 10 seconds, I, and I'm like, I'm going to flood the plane. We're at 33,000 feet. I'm going to flood the plane. And I didn't. And then, and then I started splashing it, and it started getting on the floor. And I, there was just, it had been a long day, <laughs> and I was already amped up. It was just, you know how it is. Like I could never be a CEO. I'm too emotional. I could never be a CEO of a company where like the stock crashes and you're supposed to walk into a board meeting and go, everything's good. It's all good. Literally a bathroom sink in 10 seconds. I lost my shit. Was it, was it front or back? Back. And it was the only bathroom on this small oh, plane. It's a, it's a little, so it, yeah. Okay. So there wasn't much cabin to fill up. We'd have gone down in like four minutes. Were were your kids like laughing really hard or were they just mortified that like you all were going to get, you know, outed as these, you know. No, I, I don't even, I'm not sure I told them. It was one really? of those things where I'm not sure I did. I just knew, I think I may have told my daughter. It, it was, it was, listen, I, I haven't had many of these moments in life where you kind of freak out, but there was, and they're usually very brief. So this summer, I had 10 seconds where I lost my shit. And that's 10 seconds, 10 seconds at 33,000 feet is a long time. Like, that's not 10 seconds at sea level. You know, 10 seconds at 33,000 feet or 10 seconds at like, you know, 
hundred feet below would, you know, in the ocean, that would be big, but like 10 seconds could be long. Yeah. I mean, if you're flying a plane and you lose a second engine, that's a long 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't feel like, you know, one, two, three. It's a thousand like- two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike Silver. Listen to the Volume Sports, Twitter and Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. Good seeing you, buddy. All right. Thank you so much. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.